Good morning. Welcome to MagnaWave Office Hours. I'm Pat Ziemer, CEO of MagnaWave. I'm glad to be here with you this morning. As you know, we come to you every Tuesday morning at this time to answer any questions you may have about PEMF, Pulsed Electromagnetic Field Therapy, MagnaWave, uh, devices, training, uh, just general wellness questions, whatever it may be. So there's several ways you can communicate with us. Uh, if you'd like, you can send me a text to 502-599-9722. I believe and uh, I will call you back and we can have a discussion if you're listening on CastBox you can uh, uh, click the phone icon and uh, I will be notified and I can uh, take your call at that point we can have a conversation uh, that way if you're on CastBox and you uh, want to speak with me if you'd be so kind is use your headphones so we don't get any reverberation or feedback uh, if possible so uh, the CastBox is, is the second time we've utilized Cast CastBox and those for those of you who aren't aware uh, CastBox is a radio type of program or a format that you can listen you don't see anything but you can listen just like you would listen to a normal radio if you'd like to post a question on YouTube you can do that just put it in the comment box on YouTube or on the Facebook in the uh, chat box on Facebook or the uh, uh, the box underneath the uh, the feed and I'll get those questions and be able to answer them as well so we're glad to be here so if you have any questions uh, go ahead and put them up and uh, we will get moving at that point I want to tell you remind you that if you have an Alexa device uh, and you'd like to follow the daily flash briefings from MagnaWave uh, where we bring you up to speed on history and various indications and protocols and a lot of different uh, information that's available to you on a daily basis in a very short one minute or so uh, clip uh, go to flash briefings Alexa flash briefings and uh, search for MagnaWave and you'll be able to hear the daily flash briefings uh, from MagnaWave if you have information that you would like to find a great place for studies and information about PEMF is the AOPP which is the Association of PEMF Professionals uh, you can find that at PEMFProfessionals.com and you can search for uh, any indication that you're looking for and find uh, studies that have been uh, completed uh, with regard to those uh, questions that you're asking. So the AOPP, uh, if you're a practitioner and you'd like to further your professional involvement, the AOPP would be a great place for you to go uh, and become a member of the AOPP for their additional training and information that's available. Uh, to you as a practitioner. Great way for people to find practitioners. Uh, also on the MagnaWave uh, website you can find practitioners as well. So a couple things that you can do, a couple places you can go to get your uh, questions answered. Let me take a look here and see if we've had any questions uh, at this point. Let me come over to uh, Restream. Let's see. Good morning. Uh, hey Jamie, Maureen, thanks for being here. Jeff, Good morning, thank you for being with us. And Aaron, Director of Training, is with us as well to uh, help us out this morning. So any other questions, just put them in there and we'll have a look at them. I have a, do have a question that was brought up to me. How soon can I MagnaWave after hysterectomy surgery? 
Well, and uh, this is this holds true for most anything that we do. Uh, once the bleeding is controlled, uh, after whether it's a wound or a surgery or anything like that, once you're stable and everything is pretty much in good shape, so uh, with regard to bleeding, then you typically would be free to treat. Uh, you always want to talk with your doctor uh, if you just had surgery and tell them what you're wanting to do to help the healing, help the pain, inflammation reduction, and so they understand what's going on. But typically, once things are under control, you can go right to it uh, and begin treatments uh, after uh, after a hysterectomy or any other type of surgery. Uh, let's see, any other questions? No. Uh, another question that we've had, advice on treating arthritic shoulder pain. Uh, client has scheduled three treatments, started today with 10 minutes on each shoulder, used the small loop on a low setting. The client was a bit skeptical. Well, what I would recommend and what they go on to ask for is what is the best protocol to use. And, and certainly when you're dealing with someone for the first time, you want to make sure they are comfortable and that they uh, can accurately uh, ac adequately feel what you're doing but you don't want to uh, present too much energy until they're used to it and they know what what is going on so you're correct I think in, in utilizing uh, the butterfly loop uh, to go over the shoulder in this fashion you certainly could use the large loop put your arm into the shoulder and rest it on your shoulder to treat this way uh, into the upper shoulder and the body uh, with regard to intensity, um, it talks about you were using a, uh, a low setting and uh, what I would strive for is comfort. I would gradually turn up the machine or depending which machine if you have, you have the semi-3 or semi-5, uh, you have fewer settings, but you can go, uh, I would turn it up and I would get the customer to be comfortable. If they can feel it, that's fine. They don't have to feel it, but if they can feel it, that's fine. And then you want to give them a little more energy uh, being put into the area. And you, and again, my question is, is it comfortable? And if they say, I can take it, I turn it down. Uh, I can take it means it's on the edge. Uh, but go, oh, that's fine. That's comfortable. Then you're good. So I, I try to go to the air, right to the edge and then back it off to make sure that the client is comfortable. In this case, if it's the first time to treat uh, 10 to 15 minutes would be fine on a very comfortable setting. You certainly want to get the client to where they understand it, to where they feel it, and they feel some relief. And so I would go at a comfortable setting, not necessarily saying I'm going to be on low. I would go for comfort and as much energy as you can apply to maintain the comfort. And then I would go for 10 to 15 minutes uh, type of session. If you wanted to go just three or four minutes at a moderate setting and just see how they're feeling and then come back and do another 10 minutes or so, that would be another way to approach it uh, as well. Uh, they, this particular, they were saying that this particular client had, had done muscle relaxants and pain relievers and for four days, but they had backed off because of the side effects that they uh, uh, were feeling. And also in this type of situation, if it's a chronic issue, you may want to treat it a few more times. So I would say typically you want to have this client understand that you want to do at least three or four sessions so you can get ahead uh, of what's going on. While 90% of the people feel relief after the first session, if it's an acute uh, situation or a chronic situation that they've had for a good while, it could take a few treatments to get them to the comfort and relief uh, type situation that they're looking for. Uh, good morning folks, thanks uh, for being with me. We're certain glad that you're here. If you have a question, put it in the chat box on 
Facebook or YouTube, or if you're if you are with us on Castbox, you can post a question in the Castbox uh, question area, and I will certainly try to uh, answer it at that point. Uh, can you fly with machines? Is a question that I've been asked, and the answer is yes. Uh, you certainly have to go through the TSA, and if the TSA folks have never seen a device like this, it could be a little uh, challenging because they look at it, they don't understand what it is, they want to swab it, they'll certainly uh, put it, which everything goes to the x-ray anyway, but, you know, it's got elements in there that look you know, someone could say, oh, that looks like a bomb. Well, it could with the capacitors and the, and everything that, that are in the uh, device. So as it goes through, they're certainly going to ask questions. But it is safe to fly with the devices, and uh, most people do. Um, some of the machines are too big to be used as a carry-on. What I always recommend doing if you're flying is to check it at the gate. Uh, take it through because it's handled a little more uh, gently. If you check it at the gate, if you check it at the... Uh, counter uh, it goes down to conveyors and it drops and can be you know handled a little uh, more harshly and and uh, not that they're trying to break or anything but they just hand they throw them they'll toss luggage and things around so if you can uh, handle it smoother you're better off but yes you certainly can fly uh, with the devices um, that we have today. Let's see, anyone uh, a flyer? Yes, there's flyers available. You can uh, go to the Facebook page under forms and there's various flyers that are available. You can call the office if you're a practitioner and talk with uh, Stephanie and she will uh, certainly guide you in the right direction with regard to the flyers that are available as stock items or if you want to have cu custom flyer uh, done, we have um, Chris in-house as, as a graphic artist and he can design and create any Thing that you want with regard to your uh, marketing materials that you'd like to use um, uh, for your business. Another question, I had a woman called today who is having severe pain in both of her shoulders after going on the monkey bars in one of her Spartan races. She says she can still do push-ups and burpees but cannot reach over her seat to pick up her purse. Uh, my first thought was torn rotator cuff or Libram. She's not been to the doctor. Well, obviously something could be stressed uh, or hyperextended uh, in her shoulder at this point and uh, just needs to have some uh, relaxation and some energy applied to the area. And that's where MagnaWave comes in very well is to go to those areas and, and help treat them. What I would do is treat both shoulders, much like we've already discussed a moment or two ago with someone with arthritic pain, but I would uh, treat both shoulders uh, with the butterfly or the large loop uh, in order to get some inflammation reduction in the area and relieve some pain before they go to the doctor. If, they, if that takes care of it, it may not be anything more serious than just a minor strain, but it's always good certainly to uh, check with the doc. But that would be the way um, I would approach it would be with the hey Puce, Puce is in the house uh, and, and join us today and work with Elaine. Uh, our, Pius is one of our business consultants that we use, and he does a great job, and we're always happy. He's from Phoenix, so we're always glad when Pius comes in to spend two or three days with us. Uh, so he's in the house. Uh, protocol for someone that has a migraine coming on. Uh, migraines uh, are no fun, uh, but certainly if you feel one coming on, what a lot of folks would do is take the butterfly loop and put it on the back of the head, or you could take the large loop and rest it over the top of the head and treat in this fashion. Again, you'd want to go with a comfortable setting uh, if you're treating a migraine, and something that we always recommend is to treat the feet. 
So you treat the head for six to eight minutes at a very comfortable setting uh, for relaxation. You could treat the upper body, the shoulders, and the lung area to get good oxygenation in your lungs to help feed good oxygenated blood to the, to the head as you're dealing with your uh, migraine that's coming on. And then we always recommend to treat the feet. That would be placing your feet on a paddle or on the, put your large loop on the floor and put your feet in the middle of the large loop and treat. So it's a reflexology type of thing. And we found that by accident several years ago was treating someone with a headache. And then they were saying, well, my feet are kind of bothering me. Can you treat my feet also? So we went to treat her feet at the same time. And uh, she noticed that the headache was just wow, just the assimilation of the two. And we found that that's very effective when uh, treating uh, headaches, migraines, whatever it may be, would be to treat the head and the feet as well. Let's see if there's any questions uh, that have come up. Uh, treating a client with benign prostate hypertrophy, two weeks treatment, and then what? Uh, well, Liz, that's a great question. Um, I've had my own issues with prostate. What I have done, uh, what I would do is have the client sit on the loop. Uh, I would treat I treat myself regularly. I treat myself every day. Uh, I had my uh, uh, prostate scare about three years ago, uh, and they did. It was a deal. The doctor came, and I apologize if I'm being redundant for those of you who have heard this, but uh, the doctor said, I don't like it. Your PSA's high. I don't like how it feels. Did an ultrasound. They didn't like what they saw there. They did an MRI. They didn't like what they saw in the MRI. At about eight weeks, I treated myself every day, twice a day, sitting on the loop. Uh, for eight to ten minutes. I also use the HydroWave water uh, at that point in time. I would use take that daily and at the end of the eight weeks when they did the biopsy it was benign and dead. Uh, so we were very happy with that and I get checked now every six months by my urologist and uh, three years later everything is in in good shape and I have a history in my family of prostate cancer and so we monitor it closely but uh, that's what I did and so that's what I would recommend Liz for this particular client would be regular treatments uh, at least um, a couple of times a week or maybe once a week as they get in control but I would do a series of every day for six to eight days and then as necessary. That could very easily be someone uh, if it's benign and they do have this that they might want to uh, have a B2 machine uh, or something like that they can use uh, daily and uh, stay ahead of what they're, of what they're doing. But in, if they don't want to do that and they want to come to you for treatments I would treat regularly whether that's once a week, uh, two or three times a week once they have the inflammation controlled and they're happy with that, then they may only need a treatment every two weeks to stay ahead of the situation. And you can tell uh, people that have prostate inflammation issues, I can tell when I don't treat myself, if I miss two or three days, if I'm camping or traveling or doing something like that and I miss two or three days, I can tell. The flow changes, things change, so I, I try to stay on it, treat myself on a uh, on a daily basis. So uh, that would be my recommendation. Uh, we've had very good results with people that have used the devices for to control the inflammation in their in their prostate. And as we age, it certainly becomes more and more of an issue uh, for men. Uh, let's see, I was asked if it helps with weight loss. 
Well, uh, if you improve someone's sense of well-being and how they feel, they may approach their weight loss a little more aggressively or a little more with confidence in what they're doing. So just from the sense of well-being, can it aid? Uh, if you wanted to place the, the and I've got a couple things I'll go through here, if you wanted to place the large loop uh, potentially uh, on your belly and do some crunches, it will help that in terms of muscle development and can that exercise help with regard to weight loss and muscle control and body control as well certainly by keeping yourself clean the detoxification that can be a that can accompany the utilization of these treatments can be beneficial uh, for your weight loss and, and what you're doing just to have good blood flow good blood oxygenation so from that perspective it could be beneficial and working with a doctor out of California dr. Randy uh, uh, who uses light therapy and I've experimented with it I need to get back back after it but he's got a little device uh, light therapy device that what he would do is he'd put it on let's just talk for example uh, the love handles or the you know your waist for example you put it on there for a couple of minutes and move it across the the body and then we treat uh, with the mat or we treat with the large loop which what what that light does is the light actually shrinks much like turning the fat cells into like raisins so the fluids come out of the cells the size is reduced and then you use the device to treat the area to stimulate and get the the uh, fluids and what comes out of the cells into the lymphatic system and out of the body and, uh, and we've seen very good and we're going to start talking about that more and bring the lights uh, into our line uh, to be utilized for this to take in conjunction with our device and be able to use it for uh, slimming and for uh, weight control at the same time so that's kind of interesting yes Elaine did a webinar uh -huh. a couple months ago about weight loss and it's in the, the comments that people want to reference that oh well. sure so there is a webinar that Wayne Elaine did uh, dealing with weight loss and PEMF and so the link is in the uh, comment section they're great thank you uh, Chris for that and um, we'll, folks can have a look at that as well. So if you have any questions, just simply uh, give them a post and we'll take care of it. If you'd like to speak with me, send me a text to 502-599-9722 and I will call you back. Uh, let's see here. Um, good morning, Mary. I, let's see, my stomach when I feel hungry. I do my stomach when I feel hungry all the time. I do two minutes at a comfortable setting and my hunger goes back to normal. That's interesting uh, just to stimulate your your stomach if you're hungry. Very interesting uh, uh, Samantha uh, sharing that with us uh, how that how you utilize it for that. I'm gonna have to try that. Um, I've done that but I will do that perhaps report back and see how that is uh, working out let me jump over here to Castbox and see if there's anything uh, there questions nope just so got some folks uh, joining us and listening in on Castbox but no questions at this point uh, let's see here let me come back over to restream uh, no other questions let me make sure I didn't miss something um, no okay just post your questions if you have them and we'll certainly uh, take a look at them and answer them for you. Is it possible to list the Gauss output of the MagnaWave Semi for the different attachments? Recently purchased the 18 uh, inch wave wings and I would like to know. Uh, <clears throat> yes, there's also a video that I did uh, with the Semi 3 showing the various Gauss levels uh, that, that make it available and, and with, within the FEI uh, regulations for the use of PEMF in the United States. 
so there is that is there and we are in the process of posting this information and we will have it available uh, for you uh, to get those gauss levels i don't have them at my fingertips this morning or i could give that to you uh, one of the problems that everybody has with gauss just to address that we kind of talk about it in energy uh, but when these devices were first made years ago they determined the gauss because it's very difficult to have a meter that will measure these devices because on the high voltage devices the signal starts and stops it actually goes off and the magnetometer is designed to read a signal that is continual a signal that would be like a sine wave that does doesn't stop it just continues it pulses up and down and that can be read with a normal magnetometer a signal like ours that starts and stops it can't and so the Gauss numbers were established by mathematical equations if we have this size capacitor this many um, uh, uh, resistors and so forth then you're going to have this amount of power well that, in a perfect situation that's what you would have but the attachments change the gauss that's delivered one attachments larger creates less gauss a lot of muscle movement but less gauss because of the size of the attachment if it's small and, and very direct and you'll get more gauss out of the attachment the machines are designed to be able to power let's just say 10,000 to 20,000 gauss on the very high powered machine machines and the but the coils themselves change what is delivered people have used numbers over the years that they've created out of their head or on mathematical equations but when you go to measure them and we have developed a device that will measure these machines and but what happens when you get the real numbers people say oh no mine's a lot stronger than that based on what well we just figured that that what it is and I'm not slamming anything I mean mathematical was the way to do it but now that we have devices that will accurately measure it uh, when you come up with the real numbers not that they're low or anything like that that's not it at all but people are used to hearing numbers that are not necessarily accurate and so it's very confusing when you put put out the real numbers and people don't understand how all the numbers are shaken out. That's one of the things that the AOPP, the Association of PMF Professionals, is going to strive to do is to be able to take all the machines on the mar in the marketplace, measure them so you know and they can post and so people will be able to know with an accurate measuring device what each machine is doing, what the different uh, attachments are doing so you, the public, can be understand the strength uh, that you're looking for or understand what type of strength a device has. That's why we talk a lot in the terms of energy. We want to put as much energy as we can into the body, into the area, comfortably to help the body be in a better state to better heal itself and function the way it's uh, meant to do. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Is it a list of gals? So we'll get into that, Mary Ellen. Great question. Um, if you call the office and talk with... Uh, Aaron and about the specific device you have and the attachments that you want to use, she can give you uh, those numbers uh, perfectly. Uh, when I wrapped a large butterfly around my abdomen, I started losing inches immediately. Sandra, there you go, Sandra Snell, Snell Dr. Sandra Snell. Uh, very interesting and it makes certain sense uh, Sandra that you would achieve that because you are stimulating you are massaging the area you are stimulating the muscles in the area helping strengthen those muscles and so that's what that is certainly uh, a nice uh, hello Elaine good morning, uh, good morning a nice situation that can occur. Sandra, thank you uh, for sharing that, uh, that she's started losing inches immediately. There you go. I need to get 
need to get busy on that. So now I've <laughs> got a lot of work to do with my PEMF uh, uh, devices. Sandra, thanks for sharing. Any other questions, uh, folks? Just put them in the chat box on Facebook, on YouTube uh, comment section, or if you're listening to us on CastBox, I'd be happy to uh, answer your questions. There are several people listening uh, over there. That's great. Uh, we've been going about uh, 20, 30 minutes, and we will stay as long as we have questions. So uh, if you have a question, just put it in there. Uh, when treating migraines, do you use a small butterfly loop over the head or the zoom paddle? Well, uh, you can use any attachment that you're comfortable with if you're treating a migraine. Certainly the paddle uh, puts out more energy uh, than some of the other uh, devices. And I want to talk about that for a second. but. Basically, you would use the paddle at the base of the head and then rest your feet on the paddle if you're wanting to use the paddle. The paddle is an interesting device, and, and on some of the machines where it's producing more gauss or more energy than some of the other attachments, in many cases it does not feel as intense. Now that's so that goes against what a lot of people feel. You, you put the large loop on a shoulder and you, you can hear it much more. I mean, it's a click, click click and you're seeing more movement whereas when you use the paddle you won't hear it uh, as much it's a it's a different type of sound and you it may not feel as intense but the energy level that you're putting in is in most occasions twice what you get from some of the other attachments so uh, the, the paddle is a very versatile uh, very versatile attachment, but you have to understand how it delivers its energy a little differently than the others. The other loops are circular and the energy and the field comes out kind of like a fountain, whereas with the paddle it's it's wound in a, in a true Tesla coil fashion uh, like a watch uh, spring and it shoots more like a spotlight and so it's just putting more energy and more intensity coming out of the paddle in that fashion. Um, Let's see, if you buy a machine and get one certification, does that certification include all three human horses and pets? That is correct. We have three levels of training. We have training for horses, training for small animals, and training for humans in, in the operation of the machine and what you can expect and guidelines for how to use it in all three of those areas. So, and a certificate or a certification course allows you to do all three. Some people come in and only want to do horses or they only want to do small animals, that's fine. But it, it's great learning to go back and forth because if it works on a horse or a small animal, it'll work on a person and vice versa uh, across all three fields. But that's, uh, that's the question. Um, let's see, oh, okay. The, the certification people answered that question also. Any other questions, just put them in the uh, area there and I'd be more than happy to have a look. Let's check over here on CastBox and see if there's anything in. Um, nope, everything's quiet there as far as questions are concerned. Thank you for listening, uh, you folks on CastBox, and certainly those of you who are with us uh, on uh, Facebook and YouTube Live. We thank you uh, for being there. And as you know, you can ask your questions anytime you want. If you'd like me to, if you'd like to talk with me and have me call you, just send a text to 502-599-9722. I'll give you some MagnaWave gear if you will uh, call in and we have a conversation. I like to do it that way because we get a lot deeper into the uh, subjects when we actually talk about it uh, as we 
go through. So let's see. Got a question? Put it up there, please. Uh, Sandra talks, the pa my paddle doesn't seem as strong for small animals and people life after I had the horse stand on it um, in the Zoom box. Is this common? Hmm, that's an interesting question. Doesn't seem as strong after I had a horse stand on it. Sandra, we might want to um, uh, have that looked at. There should be uh, no reason that that would be an issue. However, in some cases there could be a wire that's come loose and it is affecting uh, the strength or the signal that you're putting out. We certainly always want to make sure all those attachments work properly. And uh, so call the office, talk with Lee, and, uh, and we'll see what we can do to make sure that you're in good shape with your attachments, uh, Sandra. Uh, thanks for bringing that to our attention and discussing it. We certainly, you know, it, these devices are very durable and, and things last for a long, long time, but that doesn't mean that something uh, can't go wrong. I mean, I've had folks that have had machines and I've watched them fall off golf carts and, and uh, drag them all over the place. And I've drugged these machines all over the country in an RV and cars and airplanes and everything like that. And everything works great. And all of a sudden one day you pull on your machine, you go down a little uh, four inch, uh, curb and bingo something <laughs> comes loose but it's been on the verge of potentially coming loose for a long while the longer these machines work the longer they will work it seems like and uh, but it, you never know if something is uh, going to come apart and and cause a problem or when that could happen all right let's see um, any other questions just put them in there and we'd be more than happy uh, to have a look and answer those questions how long should I treat a pulled hind leg suspensory and what would the recommendation be for time and intensity? They have the max. Uh, Quincy, great question. Uh, I would treat, as you know, my, my, uh, my byline is treat as long as function continues to improve and then treat as necessary, uh, as often as necessary to maintain the result that you've received. And so I would say on a suspensory, of course, you're going to know if it's better. The doctor may look at it or you can tell the inflammation's gone, movement is improving, so on and so forth. But I would certainly um, stay on that type of situation regularly for a period of time, whether it's three times a week or every day, and then as often as necessary to, again, maintain that. If you get it to where it's totally, it's healed itself and everything's in good shape, you can certainly stop. But um, there is no set time, but I would certainly say for a suspensory type of situation where you're dealing with tendon and cartilage and nerve and all of that, uh, that it's just it's going to take a little time to get it to heal. So it it could be a few weeks that you need to treat regularly uh, and certainly monitor it and and have the situation checked. I guess I can't say treat it at this level of intensity for for this many days. When you're dealing with a with a horse or an animal or a person when you're dealing with the knee or the ankle, you can you can apply a lot more energy to the area comfortably. So when you're treating that, you don't always have to be on a, on a low setting uh, where you can be on a lower setting. If you're comfortable with that, do that. Just treat a little longer. But uh, when you're dealing with those types of uh, issues, uh, you can, uh, as I say, apply a little bit more energy to the area to help speed the process along. Good question. Um, let's see. Another, oh, no other question there. Um, uh, 
uh, let's see, tendon ligament injury. We thought she was lame, high nail, but now it looks like the MRI is in order. Recommendations for treatment issue is in the suspensory uh, apparatus. Again, if you have a situation like that, start treating. As soon as you can start treating, uh, the better off you are, you are to get rid of the inflammation and allow it to move forward to be in a good healing position uh, for the body. Uh, let's see, how does one renew their certification? Um, you simply, every two years, your certification lasts for two years, and then we have continuing education uh, courses to uh, reestablish your certification. If you, if you got a certification due and you come to MagnaCon and attend the classes and, and the courses that we have at MagnaCon, that works for your certification. We do have ways to do it. If you have questions, uh, call the office, 502-724-7868 and ask to speak with Aaron. Aaron is a director of training and she'll uh, see where you are in your certification and tell you what you need to do to uh, keep your certification update. People have talked about, why do I need to do that? Well, things are changing. Uh, guidelines change, machine strengths, uh, there's different machines and so it's just important that you keep up with what's going on and uh, so when you talk to your clients that you are uh, have all the information that you need that you present the information in a very secure manner so that's what the certification helps you do is to be on your game understand the therapy understand what you're doing and be able to converse and help people understand what they're going to receive uh, from this type of uh, treatment uh, to their bodies for their health and wellness uh, and well-being. So call the office, talk to Erin uh, uh, and she'd be more than happy uh, to talk with you. How long does your financing spread the payment out if a person can put down approximately six to eight thousand dollars for a Pulse Pro or Julian equine or human package? Uh, well we have various uh, financing packages available uh, to you and uh, so it, it depends on, on uh, where, where you are, what your credit is, and some of those information, those types of questions. But we can uh, very well tailor a package to be uh, exactly what you're looking for. And the best way to handle that would be, again, call the office, uh, speak to one of our sales reps, or go online and uh, uh, put some information in. And then one of our uh, product professionals will contact you and go over all the financing options that are available. And there are several. So we want to make sure that. Uh, uh, you're happy with that and it works out for you. Um, I have a client whose horse has EPM, uh, EDM is what they put, I'm assuming they mean EPM, uh, what is the best protocol? And when we're dealing with EPM there's a couple of things to know that we can, treatments are quite often continuous uh, because it's a very debilitating, potentially very debilitating uh, um, situation for the horses and can be have long-term effects that they need continual treatment in many cases they're, they're not always the case but that is the case in a lot of uh, a lot of different times uh, the typical protocol would be to wait until the uh, medication has been administered and once that's completed then we begin treating to help move the parasites and to help heal the areas where the parasites have caused damage to the nerves uh, along the spine and, and in the body and again there's uh, many different ways to approach it talk to your veterinarian if you have that type situation some veterinarians are beginning to recommend that when they're giving the medication that you're treating at the same time 
no issue with that. We in the beginning we just followed the direction of the veterinarians we were working with, and many of them felt it was better to wait until after the medication was administered. That's changing uh, a little bit today. So I'd check with your veterinarian, but you're you can do uh, as you feel is is uh, comfortable. But I certainly always recommend talking with your doctor or your veterinarian in those uh, case in those cases. Um, let's see. Yeah, okay, ask for a call. I'm setting, selling, oh, someone's selling a lawsuit this week, but I think I'll be able to work something out very shortly. Good. It's always good to settle lawsuits <laughs> and get those kind of things uh, behind you, whatever uh, they may be. Any other questions? Just put them in the uh, chat box. I'd be happy to. Uh, AJ says hi on CastBox. Good morning. Thank you for, for being with us, AJ, on CastBox. Um, and let's see. No EDM. Well. EDM. So I was talking about EPM. Let's go back here and you've kind of got me on the uh, EDM. Let's have a look here. It's a big word. Equine degenerative myelocephalopathy. Um, okay. Is an inherited uh, neurodegenerative disease. Um, so it's inherited neuro well you know what I would do is certainly to improve blood oxygenation uh, blood oxygenation and blood flow to the body where they're having these types of issues with the with the EDM now that I understand what it is sorry about that but treat the area get treat the the upper head uh, and neck uh, of the horse I would certainly treat the top line with Oshiro's principle for relaxation uh, but if you can get good uh, if you can help the body have good oxygenated blood to the area to help any inflammation that's caused as a result of this inherited degenerative type of situation obviously you may not be able to cure it uh, you may be able to make it uh, more tolerable and be able to be dealt with in a more uh, uh, happy type of fashion but certainly I would it, it's very simple put it on the area and treat so uh, I would treat the much like you would treat the pole of a horse by simply resting on the on the atlas or the top of the head or approach from the side uh, you can treat the whole head itself and the neck area and again work to get the inflammation in place get whatever's causing the the instability and the pain maybe let the body regulate that a little better on its own but certainly uh, worth a trial uh, to do that I always say or always feel like when we have conversations that good oxygenated blood uh, can do a lot of good for the body in terms of a lot of different situations that are going on. I mean, the, we live on air. We live with oxygen. We live with everything that we're trying to improve in the body. And so uh, it only makes sense to make sure that the blood flow in your body is at its optimum. And as far as oxygenation and as far as flowing and all of that, it, that just allows the body to be in a good state of, of healing. Um, let's see. Oh. That's, there's uh, no other questions there. Let's come back here and see anything else. Um, please let me know if you can in an email. EDM, I got that. Understand what it is. Um, yes, thank you. It was due to a lack of vitamin E. Interesting. Um, and Aaron gives a treatment recommendation all there. Uh, Allison writes, 
uh, is on a, is an online process. Oh, someone is responding to the question on uh, certification. Thank you. I always appreciate. Um, and and I'll, I'll tell you, actually, if you want to learn uh, to go to the to the if you're a practitioner, utilize the practitioner group because it's a great place to get information, to learn more, to have people answer your questions. It, it always warms my heart when I go to the cer certification page or I go to one of the other uh, research areas like the uh, MagnaWave PEMF uh, International Research and Education Group, which is a place you can go and search for answers. I'm just amazed at how our practitioners come up and, and share with people asking questions what they did, how they approached particular uh, situations, what guidelines they have used to help them be successful in, in working with many different uh, uh, situations that people have with their with themselves or small animals and their large animals, the horses and horses and cattle. Um, let's see, I have two horses and one had a near eye and one having, over, having cancer surgery today on foreskin. Best protocol. Um, well, uh, uh, let's see, two horses, one had near eye and having cancer surgery today. All right, I don't, uh, as far as the cancer surgery, once on the, on the foreskin, once everything is done, you can certainly treat the area to keep inflammation at bay and to speed the healing process. Uh, from the from the cancer surgery near eye I'm not real clear what you're referring to there what you, maybe you could clear clarify that and I can uh, uh, take a look at it is there a number to call Pat uh, there is if you'd like to just call the office and I'd be more than happy uh, if I'm here to uh, talk with you and they'll put you in contact with me with me if you uh, uh, would like to visit, I'd be more than happy to uh, talk with anybody that has questions uh, that they're wanting to discuss. And um, uh, certainly we can do that. If you're talking about today, if you want to call in and ask a question or talk, uh, send me a text to 502-599-9722 and I'd be happy to uh, call you back and have a discussion about whatever it is that you would like to talk about with regard to uh, PEMF and um, or call the office and they'll put you in contact me uh, right away uh, always want to uh, it's something that we fashion ourselves in in wanting to do is to be available to answer any questions uh, that you may have and always be readily available for you whether that's me uh, if you have marketing questions you can talk call and talk to Chris our marketing uh, person and uh, we, we can talk to you about videos Tony's here to, to deal with videos whatever questions you may have certainly Aaron's available and the training and education to answer any questions that you may have uh, Lee is available to help you with uh, machine repairs or anything that you need to have in that type of uh, situation and then certainly our product professionals to answer any questions that you may have with regard to our product. So we're here for you and we're here to talk to you and we feel that that's something that, that uh, I don't want to, that sets us apart. Uh, being transparent, uh, we, we try to be totally transparent on our website to put all the information on there. We don't want to try to force you to do something in order to get the information that you're, that you're looking for. And um, so, um, uh, um, Arch Steel just chapped in, uh, tagged in, and said he's got a uh, um, question on the quads, or not a question, but a protocol on the quads. We'll get him on the phone here maybe and uh, have him talk about that. Okay, let's uh, get Wendy on the line, see what she's got. Okay, here we go. 
This is Wendy. Hey, Wendy, Pat Zemer, how are you? I'm good, Pat, how are you today? I'm good, and you have a question. I do, sir. So I now own the Maya in Seoul. Uh-huh. And uh, I sometimes go to homes where I have four or five people. Uh-huh. And I'm trying to cut my treatment times. So I'm using the sole on the torso and the Maya on these feet, that sort of thing. Okay. And what I discovered the other day, and I was wondering if you could help me with this, I set the two machines next to each other and run the coils to the person. And when the coils cross over each other, the soul will affect the coil of the Maya. Correct. And what you don't want to do is you don't want to cross the coils. Uh, okay. You, you want to keep them separate. And, and basically okay. what's happening is there's certainly electric signals going through those coils. And if you cross sure. them, they get a little confused. And, gotcha. and, and the soul being an analog machine, uh, whereas the Maya is digital, uh, the soul will interfere more rapidly with the digital device than the digital device will with the soul. And, and uh, so that just creates a little structural interference between the two. What I would do is maybe set them on either side of the person, maybe you know, have them that way, so the, not only are the coils a little separated, but the devices are separated by a, a foot, perhaps. Uh, just to do that. But the secret is not to cross the the wires or the coil leads cross over each other. Keep those separate gotcha. as possible. Does that help? Busters, don't cross the coils. That's correct. That's uh, correct. You're not really going to hurt anything, uh, although it is, it, yeah, it is possible. I mean, that digital device is designed to run smoothly, and, and, and it's designed not to have interference with itself. And so, in, in, you're not, in theory, you're not going to hurt anything. However, if you did it every day and you did it all the time, then that, that could start playing with the brain of the, of the digital device. So I just would work to keep them separated. Uh, just don't cross, cross over each other. Okay, and the machines themselves, should they be separated by any particular distance or does that matter? Uh, really, it's not as critical as the coils, but I'd keep coils. them a fo foot or so apart. Okay, great. Yeah. Thank you, Pat. You're welcome. Thank you for uh, calling. Have a great day. Now, send a uh, send an email to support at Magnawave PMF, and we'll get you some uh, um, gear. Great. Thanks, Pat. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. So that was a great question, uh, Wendy. Thanks for asking, and that that is uh, more and more people have uh, more more than one machine now, and they're using them for, as she said, how she applies the two different machines to various areas of the body and how to utilize it. And certainly, when you're doing that, there are things that you want to uh, steer clear of so everything works at its optimum performance. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay, if someone wants to visit, there's the number. Uh, spot near the eye had sarcoid being biopsied, having chemo treatments. Um, okay, um, we have we're working with some folks where they they actually go into those types of tumors. They'll inject the chemo. Uh, there's two ways to do the chemo. They can go directly into the tumor itself. And, and then you can treat with an electro device or a PMF device to help uh, intensify the chemo in the tumor uh, to reduce and hopefully kill the tumor itself. And so the other way is that they would do the chemo uh, intravenous to where it goes through the body and to the area. So however they are applying the chemo. We have learned that the devices are very effective for reducing inflammation in tumor-type 
of situations and so and again you want to work closely with the doctor but in in the near eye where they have the the sarcoma is it could be very beneficial if you'd want to talk about that the thing to do would we'd be happy to discuss that with the veterinarian or with you and to talk about the different ways uh, to approach it but basically what you want to do if you just imagine that this is a tumor you inject chemo in the tumor and now you use the pulsed energy to enhance the chemotherapy that's taking place to reduce the size of the tumor and to actually the oxygenation that's improved uh, the, the cancers do not like oxygen so if we can improve the over oxygenation overall oxygenation to the area and to help reduce those things that certainly is a very viable way uh, to approach that so if you want to know a little bit more about those processes uh, give us a call and we can talk about that further great question thank you for clarifying that uh, so I can understand uh, what it what it was hey Suzette thank you for being with us and be more than happy to uh, visit with anyone let's see if we've had another uh, question no we got the one uh, text message from Wendy if you'd like to visit with me send a text to 502-599-9722 we're about out of time uh, time flies uh, when we're having fun and uh, we certainly appreciate that let me check over here one more time see if there's a question uh, here no uh, those of you who have listened on uh, Castbox thank you so much for being with us and we're going to expand our Castbox uh, presence with a uh, I don't really know how often we're going to do it whether we do it once a week or two or three times a week have radio broadcasts at various times of the day to answer uh, specific topics that we will be addressing in the Castbox area plus the office hours on Tuesdays uh, let's see any update on the face oh uh, I need it for myself also I love Magnaway thank you uh, otherwise I would have to put my horse down already and then that wonderful to that you're having those kind of results uh, the face mask uh, as I shared last week, I guess it was, it's just something that we are, we are developing, you know, to have it pliable enough to have the material that's easily cleaned, easily used. Uh, that's the whole thing that we're, we're dealing with and that takes some experimentation. You can have a good material, but then it's not flexible or it's not comfortable. And so we're just trying to, to do this so when we, when we bring it out shortly, hopefully, that it'll be uh, good and ready to go and, and adequately used. With that said, certainly the large loop over the face will produce the same type of thing that you're, that you're looking for, just maybe not as intense comfortably, but you can certainly use the large loop or the butterfly loop over the face for whatever purposes you're using. They've used it before uh, over the face. Uh, uh, what some folks have done is they'll take a product, a hyaluronic acid type of product like Lubricin, and they'll put that on their face, and then they'll treat to get the, the Lubricin help infuse it into the area to help plump things up and re lower uh, or reduce the size of wrinkles or make a wrinkles uh, kind of disappear, if you will. It's not an instantaneous process like taking pain out of a shoulder or an elbow, but it used over time can be very beneficial for uh, whether using it for uh, plastic surgery repair and relief after surgery or just to maintain good suppleness to your skin uh, on a daily basis is something that could be uh, very beneficial uh, for folks to use. Um, so great questions. Thank you uh, for the questions that you're asking. Let me make sure there's nothing else here. Everything looks to be good. 
I always enjoy being here with you folks, and uh, if you have questions, you can send them in through the week, and we'll have them uh, for you uh, come on Tuesdays when we have this program. So thank you so much for joining me today. I'll be back next week with another edition of MagnaWave Office Hours, and it's always a pleasure. Wave on to better health and happiness, and we're glad to have you with us. Have a great day. Bye-bye.